2: Ah, it's over. The Euro is done. The copa is done. Brendan Dunlop, James Sharman, Craig Forrest, and Dan Wong can finally take a breath. Because there is nothing happening in the world of professional... Sorry, what? Gold what? (laughs) Gold. Oh, God. The gold the okay the gold cup i mean okay sure i guess the gold cups okay well all right guys back to work uh every day you know the snap 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 uh this is footy pride in the podcast uh let's get this party started
3: Yes, welcome to Footy Prime, the podcast no longer doing the Euros. Thank you, JC. And yes, we're all still trying to move on from the pain, from uh, the rawness. It's slowly getting better. Um, Nigel apologized to me, so uh, um, that's the the main reason. But regardless, Euros finished as well. And we are moving forward, trying to find a way through, navigate through the waters of the Gold Cup. As we speak right now, in fact, as we are about to tape, the Gold Cup continues with Canada in action against uh, Haiti, minus about 22 members of its squad through COVID protocols or or something. But regardless, we're back for one last time before a bit of a summer siesta, before the European season kicks back into action. Then, of course, the the
4: huge
3: World Cup qualifiers. I'm Sharman Wonga Dunlop. JC's still here, and somewhere at some point, Craig Forrest may or may not join us. Um, hey
2: guys, it's me, Craig Forrest. I'm really excited. Uh, I actually, I'm, I, my camera's not working. Uh, I'm stuck there in the car, but I'm really excited to be here. You know, I'll just uh, lay back and not talk for a while.
3: Wait a minute, Craig. Craig Forrest was part of the Trailer Park Boys. You sounded just like Bubbles there.
2: Uh well I was I was, you know, I we I, 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 we we both have Windows we're selling you know the Windows to the world. That's it's a pretty a tough, good
5: one actually. He's got a tough voice to is and he Craig, to impersonate. He yeah, you know what you, you got it, but you got to copy mannerisms. So what you could have really sold that would just like finish a generic sentence, be like, yeah, I was just working with, like, and the, the <laughs> lean back laugh. He, he does have like a, and then, he's a lean and back laugher, a, isn't he? He's a lean back laugher, but it's also high too. So it's like, yeah, I can't believe uh, Dunny actually runs at Men's League. <laughs> right? It's like a high.
0: And it's, a, it's <laughs> you know, not you like need, a
5: bullet laugh. You know, you
3: need also, you need every uh, after every sentence.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it it also feels well. like it's a bit delayed. Like it takes a while for the answer. To get through something <laughs> working in the brain. Did it. yeah. It's yeah. like a seven-second delay. and then well, That's why we always talk over each other during the show.
3: And We can, blame, we can, blame, Zoom. We can yeah. blame Zoom or Restream, whatever program we're using, but in fact, it's just the uh, enormous amounts of weed that Craig smokes. <laughs> Everything's delayed a little
5: bit. This whole time, I thought it was the internet, but you're right. This is the cleanest we've ever spoken with each other. Yeah, it is.
3: No well, we'll dicky over either.
5: Where the hell's Oh, he's back, he's back in Dodge. I know that Mexico, much. Mexico. He's not back. He's not back, he's Deep, not back here. He? I mean, he, he would race over here to be with us, wouldn't he? I, I think in his defense, he just
3: got back from, what, was it two Mexico? months? In, in Arizona. Mexico, wherever. And I think his family's demanding a bit of his attention because um, apparently we're not his family. It's more important family out there for Danny. But uh, in the coming weeks... As we move into our third season, Wonga. third season, big news coming shortly, by the way, regarding that, uh, Danny will be back with us.
0: And Craig, perhaps. That's the big news. I I did get a message from Craig uh, that landed on my phone that said, oh, FAC. (laughs) And he wrote FAC with F-A-C-K. Oh, FAC. So either he's going to join us soon. Or uh he's got a flat tire and he's trying to fix it. On he, the thought it was, he thought it was tomorrow. Definitely <laughs> thought it
5: we're recording tomorrow.
3: Well, let's start things off, shall we, with some, some Euro talk. I know it's let's not discuss specifics necessarily, given that is a you know, old now. But let me pose this question to the three of you. Should England, the country, be hated by the world? <laughs>
5: i'll I'll go first uh I think that you know England in a lot of ways doesn't help themselves um having the the world view that uh, the English often do, certainly the view about the the world's game that the English do um they don't help themselves, so when the English support staff that is English people, I don't want to say fans, but English people, um, tarnish the game and make it look bad. It's very easy for the world to to jump on and hate them. The the, the synergy between um, stereotypical Americans sometimes and stereotypical English sporting fans is very, very similar and striking uh, can be at times. So, yeah, I think it's, it's really unfortunate how things played out with the gate crashing that happened at Wembley and, of course, the racism that followed. Um, but I also think that, you know, over the course of the month, England really... Kind of came together as a nation uh, in a lot of ways too, and I think that the the backlash to a lot of those things is uh, was a lot louder than I think it may have been, you know, in in the past as well. So uh, there were some positives to to come away from some glaring negatives. I think
3: it's so sad that the positives of the the previous month, which was pretty compelling as a sports fan, how this this England team brought the nation together, or so we thought, um, provided some great moments. Um, whether football was coming home or not is all irrelevant. It's a great, great song, number one. Um, but they, it, it, there was a, t- a togetherness that we haven't seen for a long time and the most likable English team that I can remember in my my history. But all that's been overshadowed because of what happened at Wembley and, of course, as be mentioned there, the, the, the social media racists attacking those poor three kids. Um, but what is galling to me is just how goddamn predictable it all was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wouldn't be smooth, <laughs> right? Win or lose, there was going to be issues either in the stadium or outside the stadium. And win or lose, there was going to be massive issues in social media because it's sadly an extremely loud minority. Um, and, and the minority is not actually that small either, unfortunately, in that country. So it's predictable, yet it still happened. And that's what was calling to me that the authorities didn't see fit to, to prepare themselves for this.
0: Yeah. Did I'm, you yeah. wait, did you Sharms, how do you when you feel like this and you go, oh, this is predictable, there's two things I wanted to ask you. One is about it's coming home. Like the arrogance to say, oh, that that does that is home. That is where does doesn't that bother you a little bit? It's not, arrogance, that it's not
3: arrogance. That's been over really over dissected throughout this tournament by other nations. Who, who were a bit concerned about how good England was becoming, right? It's not arrogance. It's just a good song. It's all it is, all right? It's catchy, and it's fun to sing in the stands. We all know football's not coming on. Where the hell is home for football, right? I think actually the Chinese invented football. Well, no. <laughs> it wasn't the English. There's evidence of them kicking a ball around
0: the town square you well, know, well st- before England existed. Our noodles. The Italians stole our friggin' noodles and gunpowder. fireworks, <laughs> And pizza the
3: chinese the most underappreciated nation in the world for that exact
0: reason pizza okay, spaghetti so then, and football when the when the they do what they did and the racism and the you know the the gate crashing like b just talked about when that actually is seen at when does it get seen as oh my god this is embarrassing is it ever embarrassing anymore or is yeah. yes. embarrassment get push down now or it doesn't matter it matters i i mean
5: Sharm's can speak to this in being english and being an expat but yeah absolutely it matters i think that you saw from you know the reaction of how, how many people were so vocal on television immediately after it happened or during uh very critical you know of the politicians who who were being uh hypocrites and and coming out and uh you know um, denouncing said action when they were you know dog whistling for the three weeks beforehand um I think that 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 alone shows that that people don 't want to tolerate it but the you know h- how do you stop it it 's the age old question you know what 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 more can can be done obviously a lot needs to be done it's
3: exhausting it 's just yeah. exhausting it 's like being at at a bar right you 've had a really good night with your mates, and at the end of the night, some idiot at some other table starts something for no reason other than he can't handle his booze, and say, you know, you're going to piss all over my night now. I don't want this. I don't want to be involved in a fracas. I want to just have the last little drink with my friend and go home quietly and peacefully after a nice, fun night with my mates. Instead, you also are ruining it for me and my table. It's the same as that. Just on a much, much bigger scale. And I don't know what the solution is. It's just that class, that segment of British culture is there and it's always been there maybe it'll always be there but the fact that we didn't see it coming or sorry the authorities the police the staff at Wembley didn't see it coming like for Christ's sakes where have you been for the previous 1000 years
5: specific to the the gate crashers though and not seeing you know that that Inevitability. Um, I tweeted on the Footy Prime account just before kickoff. I think well, one of the main videos, which was an aerial shot of the of gates being being overrun, and I felt so bad for the stewards. You know, oh, there, yeah. there there yeah. was quite a few visible vests in this crowd, but there was considered you know ten times more people rushing Jan through, six. steamrolling through. It was a capital riot, right? It did it, it look a bit it like that, me of. Yeah. except except some of the stewards were fighting back. There was one uh, in a in an orange vest well there was uh slide tackling and and the deep leg kicking that uh, I really felt for um but at the same time I thought you know the, these stewards are making 12 pounds an hour 15 pounds an hour completely unprepared unsupported for for this and you've got yeah the the you know the lowest and some of the worst people in society um blasting through to, trying to to get into the ground without having bought a ticket it's ty- you know typically english which is unfortunate and I thought it was something that uh you know was was buried in the past and could have been avoided and prevented, and sadly, it wasn't on the biggest stage.
3: So these idiots, right? These idiots are are young men, right? Who are, whether you like it or not, they are fans of English football, right? They want to see England win, right? They they watch the games; they may have their club uh, affiliations as well. But they are, I hate to say, you no, know, they are fans. People want to say, oh, they're not real fans. They are fans. Okay. So in their lifetime, they've never seen England in a final ever, right? This is a momentous occasion, and they're going to risk getting locked up, <laughs> thrown in jail. Before the game starts, what are they thinking? I mean, I I like my drinks. I have one right now, actually. A nice Pinot Grigio. I never get that drunk, ever. Maybe it's just I'm a decent human being, but I would know that maybe I should enjoy myself after the match and then let loose a little bit. But to do it and risk missing this moment that you may never ever see again because in the previous 45 years of your life, it hasn't happened. Stagger's belief. It it really does. Hey, Craig, are you there? Can you hear us? Of course not. He he just texted me and said, hey, I'm on. There he is. There he is. is. Craig, so listen, you lived in England longer than me, all right? What is wrong with you people?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it something? I mean, honestly, (sighs) it goes back years and years, really, uh, culturally, with the... uh, English, I mean, even, I think, back to the FA Cup, uh, West Ham, 1923, the, There was a. they have no idea how many people were in that stadium. Mind you, they are a little bit better behaved, I think, you know, but for the most part.
3: Yeah, most of those poor guys were either coming back from a war or were going to a war in a few years later. Can you imagine that rab- rabble on Saturday being told, oh, by the way, fellas, now you must fight a war. For our honor, God help us all. We'd we'll all be speaking German by now.
5: <laughs> Did you see the wars? The, the wars that were being fought though in the concourse. Uh, I, I saw one gate in particular, one entrance that was being overrun, and the fans in the concourse, like the ticket paying fans, were j- immediately up for a fight. I literally heard, "Annie, oh my bear!" And this guy goes over and just clocks one of the the unsuspecting well uh, the unsuspecting I guess they should have been prepared for it but one of the gate crashers just clocked him in the face and then you all these ticket payers uh you know having a go at these gate crashers it was incredible television
4: did you see the steward that was hacking people down with his kicking
5: people we were just talking about him yeah that was a, I shared that on the footy prime account that was uh yeah that oh, was that's the best steward it, of course yeah. It's, yeah it's
4: a good Twitter handle that you guys should uh, look at it It's awesome <laughs> Thanks, Craig. What, what's the we handle? Should, like we should put it on Footy Prime. What is the handle? Like Stupid <laughs> kicky person? What is it? I can't remember. But this guy was just hacking people down.
5: He was talking his about best, all the was talking ahead. about us, Footy underscore life. Prime, our Twitter account. That was the Twitter handle that was worth a follow. Yeah, not as so much as the uh, the
3: tiny car, tiny Euro car. That's, That's got the soccer balls in. That yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. It's got thousands of followers. That might be the lasting image for me beyond everything, beyond Christian Eriksson and beyond Italy, Spain, in that semifinal, beyond <laughs> the,
4: the kicks. It's, it's, it's that little car, I think, you know, it's zipping out. It fast. will it'll stick with me, uh, Charms. It will that tweet when you said Giovinco's, <laughs> hey, Giovinco's little special
1: Hi. car can it yeah,
5: yeah i i i sorry to cut you off there Forrest. i was trying to be secretive but uh a, a Ooh, woman shows no, up on the a, show and
4: that's so okay this, that Elena's our first female our guest
5: and in, in the whole history of this show i think so yeah Elena's our first female guest uh but uh wonger had asked a question previously about it's coming home and asked if uh, if you know charms was uh, was annoyed by it by the arrogance but like it it affects football culture you know like it, it it this time it wasn't just an english thing like it 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 permeated across borders it it was very much like a mainstream thing Any, anyone who knew the euros was going on knew it was coming home and it was english even if they had no no affiliation so i just want to give you an example of how deeply rooted it was by passing the microphone to my wife to tell you a story
1: go ahead <laughs> go ahead oh you, can we share these no no go ahead go ahead okay so I 'm in a beautiful, deep slumber. This was the night of the final big day, big day, deep in slumber, it was probably right before four in the morning, and I wake up with a start because my husband enters the room, frazzled, and said, "Looks at me," and he says, "It happened." and I look at him, and I 'm all like confused, and I think is coming home. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at him and I say, "You idiot! Kids not coming home. Italy won. Can't come home. It's going to Rome. It's in Rome." And he said, "Are you awake?" I like, "Yeah, I'm awake, you idiot." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Samson got in Just got skunked. Sam- our dog Samson just got oh, skunked. No. That's what happened." Oh no! And, <laughs> and the then I went, "No!" <laughs> Oh, oh no. I thought, you know, Rome so and Samson got skunked.
3: Ah, uh, hey Elena, can I ask you a question?
1: Oh hi, yeah. How are you, Charlie?
3: I'm doing good, thanks. I'm doing great. How's Lovely good? to see you by the way. Lovely to see How's you.
1: good to see you too.
3: Um so that thing beside you used to be called Brendan Dunlop.
1: Yes, this this
3: thing here. I right, used to like be like you know, well groomed, you know, took great oh. care in his appearance.
1: And now he looks like
3: maybe the douchiest version of Brendan Dunlap I've ever seen in my life. He's got the hair but, tied back.
0: He's got the, uh, the uh, what is it, a Knicks
1: top on? He's got his neck shirt. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got the shirt on. on.
0: He looks like one of the members of 98 Degrees who fell off the wagon.
1: You know, I disagree. I actually think he looks like Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Can you look on the camera here? Wow, well, you've that. got
0: some you've got Can some you- uh, bedtime bedtime relation Can fantasies you- <laughs> there, Elena.
1: No, but hey. but look at this. And I told him it can't be a top knot. It's got to be a low half pony. And you need I'll to give look you that. distressed and say say it, honey
5: winter is coming <laughs> he's not
4: scottish that for so
1: good he's not
4: scottish you guys, you guys don't role play do you does he wear that bun up on top of the chest
1: wig
0: <laughs> she's got a she's got a blonde oh. wig and a, a stuffed dragon somewhere yeah, and brendan plays the midget
1: do you know yeah. that brendan just said to me okay thanks babe like leave now <laughs> yeah it's he's like, tapping you on the letting... leg isn't he he's tapping you on the leg yeah, it's just a, okay. Leave now. I, I've I've <laughs> been here for much too long. We're sharing the too many too many stories here.
3: Who's the character? that got you castrated all as long as that? that.
1: Who got was
0: castrated?
3: That?
1: I didn't yeah, watch what it. Was that? Oh, the- yeah, Theon, Theon, Theon. Theon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that sucked. You could play that. But role, what didn't a great it? character arc! That was a great character arc. It that was that character on that show. It was brilliant. Yeah. I recently watched the the series finale of that like last month when I was doing a film and I was distraught for like a few days. Um, it's profound. But Brendan keeps it alive for me. He looks like he's got Jon Snow, so he's he's bringing some joy back. He's reminding Jeez. me that the yes. series wasn't a complete failure because <laughs> Jon Snow was great.
4: John Jon Snow is good looking, right?
1: Very good looking.
4: Mm. Yes.
0: Ah. See, Craig. Craig's hey. just lining things up right now. He's he's imagining being created. i'm very happy that craig's not on camera right now it's just uh i know god knows what he's doing at the moment yeah he didn't want us to see his (laughs) uh his weird hanger again with the with (laughs) like with a noose and a belt hanging around and you don't know what craig's up to don't
1: do it don't do it they're they're rebooting game of thrones don't do it it's not over yet (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna pass the microphone back to, to elena
3: me. thank oh, you so much safe. and we He's hope to hear from your, your voice soon on this podcast
1: oh yeah so. i know thanks for having me what an honor first female on the show that's such an honor to tell the it's coming home skunk story
3: yeah you can really yes. brag about that one
1: we can we can cut that and put it on instagram and you'll get all these hits yeah just watch just watch
0: all right, we're going to do that, that. Love
1: that first. Thanks two for minutes. having
0: me, guys. Your two minutes are over, Elena. Two Thanks minutes so is over,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, go, go. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I get it. Just too much too much woman on here. Okay, I got to go. Okay, bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: bye. Okay.
3: The wonderful in town You of Linda have the walker. same hair.
5: <laughs> yeah, we have the same hair right now. Yeah. Uh, that was you fun.
4: You put it up for fun?
5: <laughs> well, I, she's getting pretty frustrated. I keep stealing her hair ties, that's for sure. <laughs> oh.
3: All right, back to the football. Uh I am kind of euroed out now. It happened. Well done. Italy won. Best team in the tournament by a mile. England lost. Uh Denmark were the people's champion. Um Spain surprised us all. Turkey disappointed us. That's pretty much it,
0: right? What about uh
5: Holest the Czechs?
0: Yeah, I suppose so. Worst goal. What was the worst goal that was let in?
3: Oh, it was the um the off the, the, the goalkeeper. Uh, Slovakia? Slovakia uh, yeah,
0: Slovakia. Um, what about that? Like, was it Miller? Jesus. Miller, who, who was way out of his uh, goal and the 48 or 52-yard kick. Marshall. No, that was the, uh, Marshall, that was the, sorry. the, the Patrick Schick Patrick Shtick yeah. goal. Sorry. That Scotland. was a bad goal.
3: Yeah. Dubrovka? Dubrovka. That's Martin the one. Nebraska, I'm yeah, yeah. Of. yeah, that's the one. That's the worst one, right? I think when it came off, up high and he just yeah. basically handballed it back into the goal. That was the worst for sure. It,
4: did you see uh, there was 11 own goals in this tournament? Yeah. And in that all that just the fluke? previous other Euros, there was only nine. All the previous combined. <laughs> is that fluke, Craig, or is That's there a how many goals that? you
2: got scored on you, Craig, in one game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoops! But <laughs> it wasn't in my own net. That would have been really
3: bad. There must have been one own goal, though, surely in nine. No? Um... Huh. Nope. There was a couple of
4: penalties, though. Yeah, that's right. And you saved one, too, didn't you? Was that a 7-0? Uh, no, that was a 7. That's I seven, saved that's one right. more penalty at Old Trafford than Peter Schmeichel did.
5: <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Never an own goal, though. Never had a fluke ball come off the bar and crack you in the head and go in.
4: Nope.
5: Impressive.
3: Actually, we're still waiting a one to post <laughs> on, yeah, post on yeah,
0: YouTube. I, Craig's worst goal ever. Yeah, I'm going to post Screw you, Sharms. Stop pressuring me. Come on. Our friendship's on the line. Stop
4: pressuring them.
3: (laughs) Still, it was a good tournament, all joking aside. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to the the domestic season kicking off again. I really am. Um, We did also see uh, another champion crown, by the way, during Euro. We should probably talk about this a little bit, shouldn't we? Copa America. Leo Messi gets that monkey off his back. He's now got as many uh, continental championships as a certain Cristiano Ronaldo, but he's got one more World Cup final. So surely that makes Messi, without doubt, better than Ronaldo, right, B?
5: Yeah, without a doubt. That. I mean, you know, he, he may have played all 90 minutes in this Copa America final, but did, was he really Messi? Did he really contribute to the match You know, more than Ronaldo did as, uh, as player and coach to win Euro 2016? I don't know. I think uh, I was pretty happy to see Messi do it, to be honest. And uh, it was special to see how important it was and how special it was for the rest of his teammates. You know, it really it really was Messi's tournament to win, and he didn't have his best game, and he didn't need to. His teammates stepped up. Di Maria scored a great goal defensively, and even with their question marks. And, uh, you know, Mr. Nervy, uh, Nicola, Nicola Otamendi, they were able to, to get the job done and, and beat Neymar in Brazil. How the hell is Otamendi actually a really good player when he failed in the Premier League? Benfica. He went to Benfica and figured it out. That's what it was, eh? Okay. Yep. He and Vertonghen. You need a little Sagres, and then you're ready to go.
3: Amazing, though, eh? And even Di Maria. Whenever I see Di Maria like dominate a match or a moment, I, I, it reminds me how good he actually is and how so many people have just dismissed Anel Di Maria because of that short stint he had at Manchester United, which wasn't his fault. He is a top-quality player and always plays as an understudy, wherever he is, to
5: someone else. But my God, on the moment, that guy is money. It is amazing, right? How a uh, you know short failed period at Manchester United tarnishes his career, and it, it takes them you know, ten years in the case of Diego for to wash off that stench. Where people, really look at them. I mean, I feel like Falcao was like, a yeah, good forward. He was a phenomenal forward. Falcao was an unbelievable striker for Porto and for Atletico, and at United it didn't work. Sure, but you can't. That doesn't erase how great he was before. No, no, it does
3: because if you don't make it in England, you don't oh count,
4: <laughs>
3: right? Renato Sanchez, shit, because he didn't make it at
4: Swansea, right? <laughs> Therefore, you're one. Of, you're one of the gate
0: crashers, aren't you, Sharmson? <laughs> <laughs> He's limping right now, Craiger. You got a kick in the right right ankle. Yes, some asshole oh, steward was yeah. all over me. Yeah, got a prick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a punch in the nose. <laughs> hey,
3: Craig. So, so Messi signs a five-year deal, or is about to sign a five-year deal at Barcelona to stick around. Uh, the reports are it's for half the money he was on before because Barca's in so much trouble. Uh, but it also means that perhaps Anton Griezmann may have to leave, with Atletico Madrid being being mentioned there. A, a return with Seoul coming back the other way. Um, I don't know. Listen, I guess Barca have little choice, but are they? Are they better off? I mean, it's so stupid. We discussed this before having Craig a little bit about Barcelona and their issues and, and Messi and his age. But he's taking a massive reduction in wages. They're still broke. I mean, I don't know. What's the best outcome here for, for Barcelona? Is it's not selling him well, last year
4: the the smart move here? <clears throat> yeah, but you gotta you gotta think more than that, Charles, when it comes to what mess he means to that club I honestly think as long as he can walk out on the field they'll they'll take him uh, if they don't win titles I, I just think he's just you know he's not been the game nobody is but he's almost in the position where he can you know do whatever he wants if he's if he's fit enough and it shows a great loyalty as well I mean yeah he's, he looks as though he wouldn't He's not going to win the uh, title somewhere else, and other players have done that, like Ronaldo, of course, in many, many leagues. And uh, But on the other hand, you don't see that one club player very often, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty pretty impressive what he's done on, on and off the field when it comes to that.
5: And the push for the Super League, right? The obsession with the Super League and the desperation from the Spanish clubs and Juventus, who are still hung up on it, is because they needed it. They, You know, uh, uh, the Messi leaving... Is the signal that the the Roman Empire is falling? To give it that grand example, and they can't afford that. So they certainly can't afford paying him. You know, what's probably thirty four million dollars a year, million euros a year, because he's he was reportedly taking in seventy two million before. So they, it's not that they can afford that either. But they they couldn't afford the face of you know letting him go. They're, they're just gonna have to have to ride it out. And let's be honest, at thirty four million, at seventy two million, he's probably market value. is probably worth more than that probably you know brings in and, and is uh, responsible for more revenue than that f- to Barcelona. So they're just in such a difficult spot in, in general, um, and they're not going to pack it in. They're going to go down fighting. So,
4: But it, it at least, the, you know, of- the, sorry, guys. I mean, the contract's five years, too. So that's, you know, at his age, getting a five-year contract, that's uh, even at half the money, you know, you ship him around. What would Man City pay for him for two or three years? You know, yeah. maybe the same?
3: I suppose though it's what happens when you a club becomes so um, I don't know so so dependent on a brand, right? Forget that the player, for example, here. Like you mentioned that, Craig. Yeah, we know what you can do on the field, but Messi is bigger than the player on the field, right? He is that brand, and Barcelona have has become dependent on that brand and selling that brand. That's the danger. You, maybe perhaps clubs shouldn't allow that to happen. I don't know how but, you control it,
5: but their brand is also club greatness. So the greatest players of all time to leave.
3: Hey B, sorry your your internet's really messing us up again here.
5: Oh no! I was
3: just delivering a great okay, line again. Try again. You, you sound good now. I, I, I don't want you to miss out. I don't want the listeners to miss out on that great line. So try
5: again. I was saying that their brand, Barcelona's club brand, is greatness. They couldn't certainly couldn't afford it. Couldn't allow themselves to let go of one of the greatest players of all time. But how do you control that brand? That's my point, though. You know, they, they sold that
3: brand, and the footballer on the field did his thing and obviously elevated himself to a certain standard, but they still sold that brand. At what point do you try and control that message as a football club and say, yeah, we've got some great players. We have David Beckham. We have Roy Keane. But Manchester United is still bigger than those players. I think in Barcelona's case, it's as if Messi became bigger than Barcelona, which seems impossible, but that's what's happened. And that's why they can't sell him without looking like they're just giving up, and the the empire is falling, as you said.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's it's just in general, like accepting that the times have changed. Uh, could you imagine Barcelona becoming a selling club, essentially? You know, uh, to to part ways with Antoine Griezmann for Saul. Uh, you know, uh, to be honest, uh, the way Griezmann performed, I don't think that that's it's it's as bad of a footballing decision as it would look financially, but. The Barcelona are not the team that can afford to buy players for thirty million, let alone buy players for a hundred million like they did for for Griezmann so I think it's it's accepting that new reality, which is, you know, the last thing these uh, Iberian nations and the the, the old rich um, whatever do so uh, I'm not surprised at all that Barcelona is not going to do it and, and you know continues to rack up the debt and we'll continue to push for the will continue to push some super league narrative for some type of revenue share that will you know allow them to remain amongst the top echelon. The reality is they're they're not able to stay there anymore. They're not able to compete with the the big money in England and, and big money from PSG and they're just hanging on as long as they can.
3: I would say that um, Bayern Munich, much like Barcelona, are not a selling club. Agreed? Agreed, right? They're they're a team that acquires, doesn't sell. I think you can all agree, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so there's reports this evening that they might be entertaining a move for Robert Lewandowski to Man City. Mm -hmm. Now, Lewandowski is 32 years of age. We know what he is. He's arguably the best center forward in world football and has been for the last two or three years at least but he's 32, and Man City will pay a lot of money for him and pay him a lot of money. If Bayern Munich sell him, I think that makes business sense. Again, if that's a club not allowing a player's brand to become bigger than their, their needs. Now, I'm not comparing Lewandowski to, to Messi. It's a different situation. I understand that. But for them to even think about selling Lewandowski, Tells me that they know exactly where their short-term and long-term future lies, and if you can cash in now, and a guy that's thirty-two, isn't going to get any better. In fact, might start declining. Might start declining this season. It might be the right move. They're
4: also in a league charms that they dominate. And if you're a club in England, would you do the same? You in know, a, in a, when you got that much competition going for championships, I mean, Bayern Munich or. Crushing the other teams as far as money.
5: Right. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I I think too it's it's about recognizing you know when a a player's pass is best and you can you can replace that and I think that they can sad you know sadly they can replace Lewandowski's goals. Maybe it's amongst two two players, but one of them and they already have and Leroy Sané, who's unable to I think get the minutes that you know he would does would get on other clubs or maybe the minutes that he deserves. Um, I think that that Lewandowski is very much in that Thierry Henry. Zone right now where it's um, where Wenger thought that here's a player I can still get some value from, and uh, his best days are behind him. And uh, I still think Lewandowski could come to the Premier League and score 20 goals, but I don't think you're going to see him continue to you know bag 40 40 a year as he as he has. Not Sorry, a guys. League. Since
0: joins uh, since Craig's joined us, there's this little noise that keeps coming up on Craig's mic. What are you? Are you cooking like macaroni and cheese or something at the same time, Craig? Yeah, what is no, that? Dan, I- I'm not what doing is that? anything.
4: I You're don't know. doing something. No, I'm not doing anything. I'm like trying to be really, really still. I'm, like, you guys are really great. It's like, it's a pretty good show.
5: <laughs> You're just enjoying listening to us. You're enjoying the uh, the, sp- the spousal inter- interviews that come in in the middle of it. You're just enjoying the program.
4: Exactly. That was the highlight. Everybody's gone now anyway.
0: <laughs> okay, I thought you were doing some, uh, you know, se- optimizing your sexual stuff with the uh, with the belt and Michael Hutchins and all uh, that stuff. We, we
4: just can't David's. trust you, Craig. We, we can't see you. We can't trust you. Yeah. Wow, you guys dropped that down just because you can't see me. And Dan Wong,
0: nothing like Wonger to take it down a little level. I was thinking, who was the guy from Kung Fu? What was David Carradine?
3: Yeah, basically, what you're doing here, Wonger, is you're saying that auto-association is an option
0: for Craig. I I I'm just saying you, we don't know what what hole he's climbing out of Dan, when he when Dan he comes Wong. on the show.
2: It, I think I think what you just said is a bit in excess. Don't you Oh yes, oh.
0: absolutely. <laughs> uh,
2: that's I guess why we're JC's not allowed to talk our, our minds that.
0: on this show anymore. Yeah. We're sold out.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do listen to just, the just outs. Uh, well you know where Craig lives though right you do yeah yeah I yeah, just, uh, just say if we do hear some gagging in a second we can direct yeah, the right. authorities to the address is what I'm saying Craig, use a multi-hold goes wrong.
0: belt uh, what's your safe word safe words, a, yeah, right? what's your, what is your safe word Gregor what's let your safe word you little, let me tell you a little story
4: <laughs> little, let me tell you a little story Wonger gather round like,
0: the yeah? hearth
4: yeah Wanger, you, you be you be quiet Um <laughs> Wonger takes me away last Saturday. We go up to his lovely uh, girlfriend's, Tassie's uh, friend's cottage and have a really good time, whatever. But before that we get there and they get to the dock and she runs off and takes the garbage. And I go with a couple of the younger uh, sort of 15, 16 year old kids and they're going to get ice cream and I'm going to go pay for the ice cream. And at the same time they were filling the boat up and the kid comes out and goes, Oh, uh, I, I got to pay for the gas. So I said, Oh, well, here, I'll take my card that I was going to pay for the ice cream with. <laughs> right? He goes off, comes back, he goes, jeez I didn't think TAP would work for $700. <laughs> no. <laughs> $700. No,
5: I said, $700 for no. gas for the boat.
4: Yeah, why? Oh, my God.
5: No.
4: I was like, well, Oh, yeah, I'm a bit surprised myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was it, a Kiwi 2 uh, exactly no really it was just a, I mean it was just I mean it was a beautiful Boston Whaler but they used that to bomb back and forth from the island so I uh, told Wonger enjoy the trip He <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, right. doesn't
0: know anybody and he shows up and he's like hey just put the ice cream on my on my credit <laughs> card And and the kid super nice kid but he gets the credit cards confused because he had his mothers too and he puts it all on Craig's. Craig's just showed up as a friend. No, and he's, he's already down four hundred bucks. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, it was four hundred. Uh, he
4: was wrong. It wasn't actually seven hundred because I looked at my bank statement. and It was actually only three hundred. Oh, just right. the three. Was it good ice cream though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have to pay for that. Oh, hey, win-win. Exactly. You're the popular guy there, and you get free ice cream. And yeah, I thought it was seven hundred bucks all the weekend. So
3: there you go no they, they saw you are oh, there's the ex-professional athlete he's got loads of money let him pay for everything that was it no did you find that uh, Craig by the way do you ever find that Craig you know not anymore any, but when you play football and you found yourself you know, in, in, in a crowd of people somewhere maybe in the off season, that weren't professional athletes did they all look at you and assume that you were filthy rich and like expected to pay and, and treat them
4: like strangers yeah you had a little bit of that hangers on even even when I I mean I left school in grade eleven, so grade twelve always think, Well, in BC's graduation, so i have been away for a year playing professional soccer, making twenty five pounds a week, <laughs> killing it, and <laughs> and I but you know amazing. I I managed to save money really for the holidays to get back home and do whatever. And yeah, they all they all thought they all presumed I was making tons
3: of money must have felt tons pretty good money. though as well right even though you weren't it must have kind of felt good that they thought you were and you live in this well, life of go, luxury right? yeah yeah it goes both ways
5: yeah it was the same with tv when i was the twitter guy at the score nobody knew that i was <laughs> uh legally poor but go back home property. go back home to windsor with your mates from high school and
4: they're oh, let his be you know Strutting. No, he was stuff. In the bus. It, it was in the bus
5: stop. Yeah,
0: I was taking the. I was taking the bus. I was well, taking right across it. the
4: street from the Holiday Inn,
0: Craigor. <laughs> then, when did you feel like, like you made it that you could buy a, a shout at the bar and feel okay about it?
4: You know, that's interesting. Uh, me, I mean, that's kind of a different term, really. I mean, having a little extra money was uh, was nice, and obviously. I mean, treated my parents to different things and trips and whatnot. But um, you're always – it's interesting. You're always worried or thinking about what's next and your contract's coming up in three years, two years, next year. You know, it's, it's interesting that you're and, – and honestly, I was over there and I put my head down for as many years as I thought it would be. It turned out to be nearly 20, but – it was like every year I was just kind of like, yeah, I just put my head down, try and do well, and make the next contract, and save a little bit of money for when I go home sometime. But over your shoulder, there's always that that. that-
3: great grating concern that you know something could happen.
0: that is the saddest saddest yeah. answer to that question. I, yeah, I a little was bit. I was waiting for something like well this one night we went out and I got <laughs> everything.
3: <laughs> no, but Craig was always shedding himself about that injury yeah. just around the corner.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, no, uh, no I, I well, my when I went out and had good times, so let me tell you that much. We <laughs> <yeah, it, laughs> yeah. you know it, it was fantastic. <laughs> When was um your the, the first? Don't give us obviously
3: specifics numbers, but w- when was that first difference-making contract that that made the jump from from what you were on to okay? Now I've actually got a little bit of decent, some real money here. I can maybe buy myself a nice car. Were you still very young? I mean, like what young? Twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty. How did it work back then?
4: Well, well, no. I mean, it was ninety-two, so I'd have been twenty-five, right? So I would say honestly, it was the last part of being at ipswich in the premier league probably the last year because i signed a new contract there because they held my rights and then when i went to west ham west ham was you know because it just it it wasn't a great deal like in 1992 95 i mean it was going up like 15 20 30 percent wages every year but the starting point wasn't uh, massive it was it was big compared to the previous generation like the john works of the world you know played at liverpool He's, his top salary was 30 no i want to say 2600 pounds a week i mean he was top mm-hmm. goal scorer there at that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you know so yeah you're making 20 times 10 times more than the average person everybody's like wow that's great you know that's, i got to do that for 10 years well now they're you got to work for 300 years to make what the players make <laughs> the average guy right
3: yeah, it's changed so much. I mean, you you're 25 when you got that big contract, and, I mean, you, you'd earned it up until that point. It made you probably really appreciate what you were getting as opposed to, not to say kids nowadays, but, you know, kids 18, signs his papers, and suddenly he's on some really good coin.
4: Yeah, every generation, like you talked about with Alex McKechnie, he's been through it all and seen generations and generations of players come and go, retire, and so on. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I've never met an athlete that wasn't uh, a generation too late."
3: Yeah, right. You know, or same can be said so. for podcasters. You know, this one day we'll be looking back and thinking, "Man, if only we started this podcast a year
0: later, we would have been on the big money." Well, guys, think you, you, be it. you saw your interact. uh You saw the emails I sent out. Hey, we're we're officially professional podcasters. Professional Boys, the podcasters. podcasters. The crew of us, up. all six of us.
4: When Wonger sent it to me, I thought it was for the gas. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's the amount we'll of it. I, I never knew <laughs> that he literally, it. He literally was be- going to pay me back, and I go, "What are you talking about? Why are you going to put more money
4: to I me?" Said- I said, because I looked at my statement, I think it's only 300 bucks. I, Quinn said 700, but I, it's only six, 300 came out, so <laughs> I don't know. So I said, I owe you 160 bucks. He was going to give me money back.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
4: He's like, don't pay me. I'm like, why not? Because I had to explain
0: it to
5: him. I had to explain yeah, but- business to him. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that Wonger's name was Daniel until I got that email. I know, was it Danielle, Danielle, actually. Uh, Daniel actually? or something? Was it
0: French? Danielle Joseph Wong. That's what right, yeah. My name, DJ. Wow. Yeah, yep. I always I thought, thought, it was thought a great sister, <laughs>
5: a great French name would be if I if I have a son. Don't you think Didier Dunlop would be a great name? It's great not name. bad.
3: You know, double D is never bad.
5: <laughs>
4: That's a lot to live up to. Didier Dunlop.
3: not the Dunlop. Well, the, the double
0: Ds, the Didier part. This is the thing, though. I, the- that's not. That's a. You're right, Craig. That is a lot to live up to. This I mean, the guy stopped wars.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but it, but Didier is it? Well, what if maybe he's named after Didier Deschamps, or maybe he's named after some actor? Isn't the what's the most? Uh, oh, that's Gerard Depardieu. I'm sure his must be, yeah, his but team. there must be some really
3: crap Didier somewhere.
5: Yeah, Didier is like the Steve of France. Like an average David. Didier. Uh, it's I, just can't an an average name. I can't think of one though. That's the thing. It's it's not only, you know, uh, athletic African greatness, it's a French name.
4: Hmm. Very common.
5: Didier I Dechant, even think of
3: a famous Didier. Beyond oh. Beyond Football.
5: Beyond there, football. There was there must have been a French president, Didier something. Well
3: let's
4: have a look here.
5: On this weird Didier. internet
4: database. That's a lot for the tongue, though, isn't it? The, 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 Didier, Didier did Dunlop? All the time, like when you're mad. Diddy,
5: diddy, diddy, diddy. Yeah, good point. Good point. And then is it is going to be shortened to Didi. Yeah, well, that's I wondered, right? And it's like, you know, Toronto's diddy. not the most French-cultured place, is it? So a lot of people get it wrong. Diddy. All right, sir. So well, so, what would he be?
3: Here we go. The most famous person named Didier. Number one. Drogba. Correct number Deshaun. two, uh, okay, so number two is um Didier Burkhalter. Ooh. it doesn't say who they are, cyclist. Who's that? His, his fame meter is four out of 100, so he's not very famous.
4: Four out of 100,
3: it's like Jeez, yeah. that's like mine. Uh, this guy, Didier Burkhalter is oh boy, this is a weird website. This what is a great on? show, by the way.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, while well, right. we're going. Sh- Charms, um, when did you first yeah. make it? When did you felt like you make it? You made no, it. He's finding Didier's. Ask Jeff <laughs> Cole when he first made it. Second,
3: uh, here's one for you. B, Didier Peroni. Do you know who that is? Oh, uh, a Formula One driver? Yeah, that's the well, I'm assuming he's a race car driver. Picture of him in a race car outfit. Didier, Didier Morville looks like, a, well, his name's Joey Starr. you know who Joey Starr is? <laughs> He's uh, like some kind of douchey rapper by the looks of things. His, his real name's Didier Morville. Didier Couche. Didier Couche is uh, number seventh, most famous Didier. I have no idea who these people are, so that kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it?
5: Didier Peroni, yeah, 72 Formula One races. There's a That's hockey hero. player.
3: Didier Petra is an, an old hockey player
5: by the looks of things here.
3: Now, Didier, per-
2: I'm sorry, Didier Peroni died, and in- he was born in '52 and died in '87. So he must have died on the track. Sadly, a lot Ooh, of guys. Not to too. bring this whole podcast
0: down. Way to go there, JC. Jesus. Auto- dead asphyxiation. Hey, Auto. After him.
4: Asphyxiation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's, let's, Thank you. Dead.
4: Let's Google Thank dead Didier. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you pick up that beer, you're going to think of Peroni.
5: <laughs> well, anyway, so I'll, I'll, that, I'll just state that I'm not having a child anytime soon. It's just a conversation that's been had, and Didier Dunlop, very strong name. As someone who grew up not really liking their name, I, I, I never thought Brendan was a strong name, and I often think that I really missed the boat getting into television and an opportunity to have chosen a stage name. My middle name is Felix. Don't you think Felix Dunlop would uh, have been a name? That's a great name?
3: name. I've, you know, I've, I've I, made fun of you in the past for being named Felix, but it's actually a really great name. And I apologize. You still I, I, a job.
5: Yeah, I would still have a job. You're right. <laughs> Probably
3: you, uh, you can't you can't
5: fire a Felix Dunlop. No chance. No. No. Yeah, nope. I, I could be on Univision and Fox.
2: Yeah. Coming up next, we're gonna have Dunny's licks.
4: Actually, if you had a, a Portuguese have been your last name, if you had a Portuguese last name, that might have saved you too.
5: Some good Portuguese last names: Ferreira. Mm. Oh man, they got some good rings to them. Gonzalez, you know, with those five under the under the sea.
0: Chiraz- today, yeah. is what's, that in,
5: what's
0: that called Portuguese in Portuguese? Uh, uh, in French, it, it's called C-C-D. Yeah, what's what, it called in Portuguese? What is the accent called? Oh, yeah, man, the, the accent, five underneath I, the C.
5: I don't even know what it's actually yeah. called. In.
0: Hey, TFC oh, can have uh, games, eh, guys?
3: And, and fans of games. 7,000 yeah. uh, fans this weekend, isn't it? This yeah. weekend already?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that I, was, I thought was worth was mentioning. A rumor. To our red people. Oh wow. People That's of Red. Yep. Yep. Yeah, CPL.
3: Yeah. CPL's back in uh, in Cam- well at the home stadium's July thirtieth weekend. And there should be fans of those games as
5: well. If only seven thousand are allowed, are they gonna start taking money out of our accounts? Because uh, how that season work? tickets. There's twenty thousand season ticket holders. More. You haven't
3: heard you haven't got an email?
5: got so many bloody emails I'm missing important emails from from Danielle Joseph Wong
3: gracias I would imagine that uh, they would approach the all season ticket holders first so the 7000 for the first game then i believe 15000 for their next home game that's what's been if not confirmed then discussed so before
0: you know it, there'll be a nice uh, covid hotspot right around bmo field so look should we be that. getting media credentials soon are people going to be reaching out because we already have it for CPL? Listen, Maybe we should do one one MLS one one media think credentials. About, just think about that. Are they going to give out credentials to people that
3: talk about auto asphyxiation on a sports podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there was a reference in Didier Peroni.
4: That <laughs> legitimately with, with their record up? right now, with their record right now, they'll be glad to be giving them. They'll be that's them a good point. Corner.
0: True. Yeah, um, Josie are- will be back though. He seems like he's coming back. Oh, Speaking of coming so home.
4: Loud. You try and sell that. They, they're, yeah, they're, they're so far deep in the trend, like they're so far down, like it's terrible. So should we cancel our Chris Armis
3: interview we lined up for the, the first game back? <laughs> 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 the Chris Armis years. One day we'll have a quiz about the Chris Armis years at TFC, and they'll be up, up against the Aaron Winter years at TFC, and the Ryan Nelson, and, and the Ryan Nelson, Nelson. years, yeah. yeah, and the Chris Cummins. Yeah, yeah have I ever all, told that story
4: here about the when MLS had had? Uh, They emailed Sportsnet about my broadcasting and that I was basically too honest.
5: No, do tell.
4: uh, It was a game where they were playing at Chicago. I think it was me and Jerry's 55th game, four wins or something. They didn't win that one either. And I said (laughs) during the broadcast, I was like, well, you know, if they don't win this one, they got no chance of winning the playoffs or getting into the playoffs. Which they did, not they lost, and they weren't even close. But they actually thought that, no, no, because they're so used to their hockey and basketball guys that are in bed with them that just are just homers of all homers, right? So they're not Mm -hmm. used to somebody actually telling – the truth or being honest about what they were saying. That's why the way and when we look at it, the Premier League broadcasters that are doing the international feed, they're not, they're not working for a club, you know, because mm-hmm. like over here in North America, these guys are all working for the club. If you say something where you're too negative too often, you're history.
0: Yeah. It's not the you get a slap they're on the doing. wrist, Greg?
4: No, actually, I didn't. Um, oh, I don't think you'd mind. Rob Corte um, said... You know, we direct our commentators to be as honest as they can, and because we think that's the best for the viewer. And you know, sorry that you're, you know, I mean, they listen to it because they're probably like, "Whoa, you know, what, what did he do? What did he do?"
3: Well, you know, Basically, Craig and you know was, that, I, I think, always. I think in those days in particular, there was so much naivety around TFC behind the scenes. They didn't really understand sport, right? They're they very good marketers. You know. Um, salesman, fantastic, but they didn't understand sport, so they just didn't get that. Um, listen, guys, um, I hate to end this show early, and, and you guys can continue, but my my Mac is about to um, go to zero power, and I've got my my plugs in a box somewhere. I don't know where. <laughs> in the middle
0: <laughs> of moving. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Serious.
0: No, let's sign out. Let's sign out. Sign out? I apologize. Yeah. yeah you should, sure, okay.
3: Sure. So it's been it's been what fifty minutes or so, which is longer yeah. than I thought it'd be. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of the end of uh, season two, right? Season two, sure. Uh, it's it's very that. short. It's a very short off season. We're, we're back real soon with some really, really big news. Um, but um, stay tuned the next couple of weeks, and we'll fill you in on all our social platforms. But uh, boys, thank you very much. It's been fun. Um, go Canada. Yeah,
5: go Canada. Yeah. Gold Cup. Hey, wouldn't it
4: be nice if, a- the, uh, if there's just a small percentage? Uh, they followed it at the same level they follow Euro. When it's our trophy, it's, uh, it's, there's only two we can go for. It's the Gold Cup and the World Cup.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think the yeah. Canadian public can pay more attention to the national team for sure, but you watch a lot of the Euro. How many of those games did you uh, want 90 minutes of your life back? And how many do you think in the Gold Cup you're going to wish you didn't watch Martinique and <laughs> Guatemala?
4: Oh, I'm not saying even that – Just the Canadian national team itself, you know. Are people with the odd Canadian flag you see around in Canada? Are they doing it because it was July first a a few weeks ago? Are they doing it because our national team? It's not our national team. I think some people (laughs) do it because they're like, "Oh, all those Italians got their flags out." You know, I'm putting my Canadian flag out. (laughs) Fucking old white There
5: There is quite a few of that, though. Yeah. Well, let's end it there, shall we? On
4: some, some, some nationalism and some hate. It's a fitting way to end this, this podcast. Yes. I'm going to get an Italian flag too and put it all over my car.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, listen, boys, thank you so much. Um, Craig, be careful with that belt. JC, thank you. Wonga, thank you. B, thank you. Deech, wherever you are, maybe when we return to the airwaves in a couple of weeks' time, you'll be here to join us. Let's hope so, shall we? This has been Footy Prime. Thank you very much, Amsterdam Brewery. Thank you very much, DeanBlundell.com. Thank you very much. You, the listener, for whatever reason it is, you tune in each week. Goodbye.
5: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.